heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Time now to head up to Sydney and have a chat to Ron Doversey, who can hopefully find us a winner at the big Newcastle meeting featuring the Hunter. How are you, Duff? Yeah, good, thanks, Michael. What are we looking like for tomorrow, weather-wise and track conditions? We had 12 mils of rain overnight. We had showers this morning, which have cleared. So I'd say soft five now. It'll be okay by tomorrow. I'd suggest we're on a good track. Fair for all, um, making ground up on speed. Do you see the pattern? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's uh, one of our fairer tracks, uh, Newcastle for sure. Um, yeah, last few years it's been very fair here and uh, it all comes down to tempo as far as how quick they go in the races, but I think most horses get their chance here. Who do you like in the Hunter? All right, well, this is one a speed map really uh, where we've found a race where we've got one, one leader and that's Coal Crusher. Um, he was good in the uh, winner's stakes the other day behind Bell and Nipatina, uh, holding on a beaten less than two lengths. He gets complete control up front. Joe's held the blinkers back on till this day, grand final for him for a million bucks, and he he's going to be very hard to catch. So I thought he was the one to beat. I wish there was more speed in the race. I would have been kicking, uh, tipping King of Sparta from a better draw than usual. And obviously Mazu's in a... Uh, in a race he can win now. He's, he's usually group one weight for age, and he's got Everest form, and that was the form, you know, with a, a couple of winners this race, mm. lost and running and whatever. But I think Cole Crusher, uh, the shape of the race suits him best. So he's a $5.50 chance in the Hunter. Where are your other better bets on the program? I think there's a couple at odds. Well, not so much now. They went up the wrong price, this horse, in race four. He's, she probably wants a little further, but... Just loved her recent trial, Lek Varte, in race four, number five. She uh, will sit back and charge home here. They went up $26. I think last time I looked, it was into 10 or $9. So I think that's about her price. And, uh, yeah, just love the way she's trialling. And I'd love to get a tip in race nine for number one. Um, man about uh, being behind the money. He is one of these imports. I love these second prep in Australia imports, and he won a couple of races in his first uh, go in Australia. And I think his two trials were good. He's ready for a mile first up. He gets a claim in a, a benchmark race, 78, which he's better than. And I know Tavi Time's a really nice horse, but um, I think they're the two, but I'd rather be on man behind the money, and if I can get a push from the stable, I'd double the bet. Yeah, um, and he's a he's a not a bad price too, man. Uh, behind the money, um, a $7 chance, race nine, number one. Uh, we spoke with Gary Portelli yesterday. Geez, he gave us a good push for Kintyre. He, he thinks that uh, he can beat the favourite Invincibles by in the spring stakes. Geez, he's big odds for a horse. Well, he's not so much now. He's 8.50 into 5.50. But he, we're talking about a set weight race here, and he's got panels on him with rating points. This is a handicap. He'd have 60 plus. Uh, the only little query... It's his eighth run this preparation. He's had a few grand finals, but he's very likable at the odds to take the risk because he did have excuses in the champion stakes. Um, and his prior form to that, you know, in you know the up-and-coming, Bing Dynasty, Dulcified Gloaming, and here we are. He's more or less against horses against uh, out of maiden class. Mm. But uh, I, I do like the, the filly until Valhalla. 
I thought she was very good last start, and she's in the right camp for a, a peak-up performance, and slide boots is a, we're looking for the mile, but I, look, I get it with Kim Tyre. Um, if he holds his form, he just about wins this race. Yeah, it's an open uh, spring race, so that uh, until uh, Valhalla is from the Mar Eustace table, $5.50, chance. Just hold on one second, Ron, because we're about to go to the first of Hillsville. I want to get your thoughts on the Thousand Guineas at Caulfield tomorrow as well. We'll take you to James Vandermark for the first at Hillsville. Moving in as Michael and the team at RSN 927 join now for Greyhound Racing up the straight today. All relays are with us. Moving in for the first. Nominations were huge for this meeting. They're huge on Sunday and they're even bigger on Tuesday. The demand for straight track racing enormous. They're set for race one. Green light for the opener. Set. Way in racing, and Sergeant Alphas began only fairly from the inside, winning the start out wide, Luna Beauty, and was then dragged down. Stella Reno now going forward and up on the rail into Black Fire with Sergeant Alpha, then into Beast Boy. They're followed by Darren's Tiger and Araya Park back at the end, but it's all Sergeant Alpha and shot clear. Look at this one go. Favourite extends. Mr. Groove works on through the pack to second, but Sergeant Alpha absolutely belts him. Wins it big time. Sergeant Alpha by five. Two good beating Mr. Groove. Third between Luna Beauty and Darren's Tiger, then Stella Reno. Reno. Uh, they were followed then by Raya Park back at the end with Luna Beauty and into Beast Boy, one of the last in. 1999 for Sergeant Alf. Yeah, the favourite too good there. Pays $1.50, $1.10. Mr. Groove, number four, second, 2.30. And it's a photo. Number two has got third, the first at Hillsville. Uh, Ron, keen to get your thoughts on a couple of Sydney siders at Caulfield tomorrow, especially in the Group 1s. In the in a 1,000 guineas, who do you like? Um, I must concede I've had a little speck on Vibrant Sun. Um, I just might be a filly on the improve quickly. I, I know she didn't beat anything the other day, but, geez, uh, she was excellent uh, Geelong. And, and had that roll on high form prior to that where a few of these have come out of. So um, I just spect her at the massive odds. The Sydney fillies, Kamochi, similar to the horse in Sydney. She's had a few grand finals and she deserves to win a big one. She's been right there against the good ones all the way through. Arctic Glamour would have been favourite in this race if she would have won the other day. And she's got the SP profile, you know, starting at seventy there. And um, she did beat Jolly Star before that. I just, the question is, mm, the mile. Was there an excuse and last start? Not really. She was sort of hemmed away on the inside for a while and had to bump and get off balance. But, uh, you know, that was the first time in a mile and she was a beaten seventy favourite and, and may have, is she on the way down or can she bounce back? That's the, that's the gamble mm. in this race. And, uh, and yeah, look, I really couldn't split the out three fillies there, really. The, the Kamochi, Arctic Glamour and Jolie Star, it's, a, it's turned into a bit of a race, this, uh, with differing opinions. What about straight Acer in the Rupert Clark? Oh, jeez, he just keeps jumping the bar. You know, it wasn't... It was four starts ago, he was winning midways here, and they're, they're not very good horses. And then all of a sudden, he's just jumped out of the ground, the Silver Eagle, the Golden Eagle, and at big odds, and overachieved. So I, I don't know. Like, he just slipped my guard all the way through this horse. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't back him, but no surprise if he wins, if mm. he continues on this upward spiral and... I thought Magic Time was terrific the other day. She should have probably won. Um, so, but she's well found. She's very well found in a, in a, in a very another very competitive race. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Ron, enjoy Newcastle and the Hunter meeting, and we'll chat next week. Thanks, Michael.